Antediluvian Revelations, a poetic retelling of the Book of Enoch, the Prophet. Part 4, Canto 2, The Dream Vision of the Apocalypse. Enoch observed in his vision of this future time that thirty NATO sheep and five UN Security Council shepherds were overlooking all of whom finished in their respective periods as the first. When he awoke, Enoch continued the telling of this vision to Methuselah. These others then received the flock into their hands that they might overlook them in their respective periods, so that every sheep might have his own watch period, because the other members of the security council were increased by five every year for ten total, such that five members took seats every year for two-year terms as elected by the full body. All the birds of earth who fly in the heavens above their respective lands gathered in this one place, but the eagle instructed them all. It was always the eagle's plan to dominate the world, and peace reigned until evil ruled that nation in the form of excessive liberalism, theft, and lies that those evil heretics of pagan Christianity, those who blaspheme God Almighty, those who claim the Messiah was son of woman, being born of a virgin as if impregnated by God, came to power over others through theft and deceptions. All the birds in that aviary were naive and completely unaware of the evil among them. Moreover, Enoch's vision of future events revealed to him and to others in another time the greatness and truth of Almighty God and how he can and will intervene upon the earth. Enoch continued telling his vision to Methuselah. Those evil sinners and egalitarian hypocrites led the other birds of prey to war. These birds began to devour the sheep, to peck out their eyes and to eat up their bodies. The sheep cried out, for their bodies were devoured by these birds. I also cried out and groaned in my sleep against the pagan shepherd who overlooked that flock because he was ignorant and neglected his job. He proclaimed himself ruler of the world, but he did not even have a mind of his own because he was sick both mentally and physically. As I awoke from my slumber, I looked up to see that the sheep were eaten up by the dogs, the eagles, and the crows. Those beasts did not leave any part of their bodies, nor their skin or muscles. They ate them until only their bones remained. Their bones fell onto the ground, and all the sheep were diminished from the fields. Enoch could not have known the meaning of his vision from some five thousand years or more before it would happen, but he was a true prophet of Almighty God the same as many others throughout history and even unto this day. The meaning of Enoch's vision has become more evident now than ever before. There will be a complete and total collapse of the world's economy, and the dirty old goat who pretends to have miraculous power will declare bankruptcy when all of his gambles fail, which will cause all the sheep who had worshipped him to fall upon their swords in shameful destitution that also becomes known as thermonuclear genocide because they could not bear to accept the eternal truth which reproved them of their pagan idolatry when they refused to believe they could ever be wrong after murdering millions of people for thousands of years in other senseless wars in the name of a false god. Just as this is written, so will it be, saith the Lord. For I am only one, and there will never be any other. Enoch observed that during this unknown time, which is not so unknown any longer, that twenty-three shepherds were overlooking the principles of peace in the world, and in 1942 signed an agreement to establish the United Nations. He continued to explain all that he saw in his vision to Methuselah and the rest of his family who listened. After a period of time that was 58 years, there were small lambs born of those white sheep who began to open their eyes and to see, and these new sheep were crying out to the others. The other sheep, however, did not reply to them, nor did they hear what the new sheep said, because they were deaf, blind, dumb, and stubborn in the greatest degrees. I saw in my vision that ravens flew down upon these new sheep, 
and seized one of them, tore him to pieces. It ate him in front of the others who watched. I also saw that horns grew upon those lambs, the ones who watched and did nothing, and that the ravens lighted down upon their horns. A large horn sprouted out on one of the animals among the innocent sheep, which caused their eyes to open and see the truth about him. He looked at them, and their eyes were wide open. He called out to them, and they went to him. Then an idolater of ill repute, a bad actor, and a clown saw the ram, and that the sheep ran to him for protection. Additionally, the eagles, the crows, the ravens, and the kites were still carrying off the innocent sheep, taking advantage of them and devouring them at will. These forlorn sheep became silent, wanting only peace. But the idolater lamented their disobedience and cried out, so that the ravens and eagles contended and struggled with these rebellious sheep and the ram who gathered them. The birds of prey and other beasts wanted to break the ram's horn, but they could not prevail over him nor break his mighty horn. I looked at them all until the shepherds of earth, the eagles, the kites, and the ravens came together. The suffering sheep cried out to the great ram to break the will of the idolater and to contend with him that they might live in peace. Those lambs led to slaughter cried out that help might come to end the beast, his pagan idolatry, and his reign of terror over them. Then I saw that the man who had petitioned the Lord and written down the names of the shepherds in this book ascended up before the Lord, praying for deliverance of the sheep. He returned, bringing assistance from the hosts of heaven and allowing everyone to see him descending to help the ram. Enoch perceived likewise that the Lord of all the sheep came to all of them in his wrath, causing all of them to fall down in his tabernacle before his face, while the eagle and other birds of prey continued to take away the sheep of the field. All of the idolaters came together to break the horn of the ram. Then Enoch saw that the man, a prophet, who wrote this book at the word of the Lord, opened the book of destruction, which the last twelve shepherds wrought, and pointed out before the Lord of all sheep that these shepherds had destroyed more than those who preceded him, that more of the numbered innocents died in this seventh war than in all of the other wars before this one combined. The Lord of the sheep came to them, and with the scepter of wrath in his hand, he seized the earth, which became torn asunder, so that all the beasts and birds of heaven and earth fell from the side of the sheep, and sunk into the earth which closed over them. Then a large sword was given to the ram and his sheep, that they might go forth and use it against all the beasts of the field to slay them. But the beast ran away from the ram and his sheep, because the ram was mighty, and the beasts were weak. The beast among those beasts was a fraud, a heretic, pagan Christian who lied constantly, and blasphemies never ceased to come from his mouth all the days of his life, so that he earned an eternity in the torments of hell. None of his earthly ill-gotten gains can pay his penance, and all of his offspring will suffer his debt for eternity. He wrote checks nobody could cash, and the Pope in the Vatican cannot absolve his sins. Then Enoch saw a throne erected in a delectable land, and upon this sat the Lord of the sheep who received all the sealed books, which became open before him. As it was that Enoch's vision of future events unfolded in various details, he continued his tale of it. Then the Lord called upon the first seven shepherds, and he commanded them to bring before him the first of the first stars, which preceded the stars whose form partly resembled that of horses, the form of these horses being for transport, and the part of these stars was likened to it. The first star which fell down first brought the cause of all this destruction to earth, and the sharp and the shepherds brought them all before the Lord, that they might be ready for his command, and impose justice upon all of the earth. And the Lord spoke to the man who rode in his presence, who was with one of the shining ones, saying, Take those seven shepherds to whom I delivered up the sheep, and who receiving them killed more than I commanded. Suddenly I saw them all bound and standing before the Lord. First came on the trial of the stars, who in another of my visions came to the earth, 
because all of this torment for mankind and the evidence of their crimes became fully known to all the saints and the elect during these trials, being judged and found guilty. The condemned fallen angels went to the place of punishment. They were thrust onto the earth deep and full of flaming fire, full of pillars of fire. Then the seven shepherds were judged, and being found guilty, they were thrust into the flaming abyss. They had thought they could get away with the crime of bearing false witness to the Lord God Almighty, who knows the truth about them, what they are doing, and why they do it. Enoch saw in his vision, which was of a time much in the future, for mankind that any has ever seen before, that one abyss opened in the midst of the earth, and it was full of fire. He continued to describe it all. Into this abyss the blind sheep were brought after being found guilty, and they were thrust into that abyss of fire on the earth and burned. The abyss was on the right and to the north of Jerusalem. Today this place is called the West Bank and annexed by Arabs. These Arab sheep were burning and their bones consumed in fire. I watched that the ancient house emerged into the earth, that all its pillars, every plant in it, and every ivory in it fell into that abyss and burned. All that was in the house was removed and placed on the other side of the earth, such that half of the earth became destroyed. It was also in Enoch's vision that he saw a future time much later in time than when the earth became destroyed. It should give many some hope to know it. Then the Lord of the sheep produced a new house, greater and loftier than the former one, and he bound it to the former, circular spot where the previous one stood. All of its pillars were new, its ivory new, and it was more abundant than the ancient ivory, which he had brought out of the former, while all the sheep which were left in the midst of it, all the animals of earth who survived, and all the birds of heaven fell down and worshipped the Lord, petitioning him and obeying him in everything. There was not much time that passed, after the time Enoch related the greatest part of his vision, but there was some necessity to eat and rest, that he might regain his strength some more to continue. Then those three shepherds, who were clothed in white, took me by my hand to ascend into the heavens. They raised me up and placed me in the midst of the sheep, prior to judgment day, that they might all know their fates. The sheep were all white with long wool that was pure, then all who perished being destroyed by the beast, and by every bird of heaven which aided them, assembled in the house where the Lord of sheep rejoiced with great joy, because all were good, and had come back to his dwelling in the inn. Then I saw that they laid down the sword, which had been given to the sheep. They returned it to his house, sealing it up in the presence of the Lord. All the sheep would have been enclosed in that house, if it had been capable of holding all of them. But there were so many more at that time than before. Their eyes were finally opened and gazing on the Shining One. There was not any among them who did not behold him. The house was large, wide, and extremely full. I saw that there was the birth of a white bull in the midst of them, and his horns were great. All the beasts of the field and all the birds of heaven were alarmed at him and entreated him at all times. Then I saw that the nature of these different beasts, those who were all different religions, changed, and they became as white as the bull. The first who was in the midst of them spoke, and the words became great and powerful, which became the word of the Lord. They all heard it and knew it was the eternal truth. I fell down in the midst of them awakened, and saw the whole of it happening around me. This was Enoch's vision which he saw when lying down. Then he blessed the Lord of righteousness, and gave glory to him, because this was a vision of peace, brought to the earth by Gabriel, who joins heaven and earth. Christ returns with Gabriel to bring heaven and earth together for the glory of God Almighty. Afterwards, Enoch wept abundantly and ceaselessly. While he saw all of this, his tears flowed on account of it all, for all had come and gone. Every individual circumstance respecting the conduct of mankind was seen by Enoch. Enoch recalled his previous dream of great destruction 
and he wept again, being troubled by that vision, contrasted with this vision, which was an alternative of two possible outcomes yet undetermined. Mankind will have to make a choice between the eternal truth and a 2,000-year-old lie. After completing the telling of his prophecies, Enoch said to his son, And now, my son Methuselah, call to me all thy brethren to assemble before me, all the children of thy mother, for a voice calls me, and the Spirit is poured out upon me, that I might show you everything that will happen. Then Methuselah went out of the house, and called to all of his brethren, assembling the family. They began conversing with all of the children truthfully. Enoch said, Hear me, my children, every word of your father, and listen in uprightness to the voice from my mouth, for I would gain your attention while I speak to you. My beloved, be joined together with integrity and walk in it. Do not approach integrity with duplicity of heart, nor be associated with men who double-cross with deceit. Instead, walk, my children, in righteousness, which will conduct you in good paths, and be your companion in truth. For I know that oppression will exist and prevail on earth, that on earth great punishment shall, in the end, take place, and that there shall be a consummation of all iniquity, which shall be cut off from its root, and every material made in it will perish from the earth. Iniquity, however, will return to the earth, becoming consummated on it once again. Every act of crime and every act of oppression and impiety shall come back again to the earth, which will embrace it. When, therefore, iniquity, sin, and blasphemy, tyranny, and every evil work shall increase, and when transgression, impiety, and uncleanness shall also increase, then upon all of mankind a great punishment will be inflicted from heaven. The Holy Lord God Almighty will come forth in wrath and inflict a great punishment on the earth. The Holy Lord God Almighty will come forth in wrath and inflict a great punishment upon judgment day. In those days oppression shall be cut off from its roots, and iniquity with fraud shall be eradicated, perishing from under heaven. Every place of strength shall be surrendered with its inhabitants, then burned with fire until consumed. They shall be brought from every part of the earth, and they will be cast into the fire of God's judgment, which will overpower and punish sinners for eternity. Enoch paused for a moment to study the faces, the expressions on all of his children's faces. He continued, saying, Righteousness will raise up from its slumber, wisdom shall be raised up and conferred upon all of mankind, then shall the roots of iniquity be cut off, sinners will perish by the sword, and blasphemers will be annihilated everywhere. Total destruction of the planet by fire will be the end. Those who mediate in oppression and those who blaspheme the Lord will perish by the sword they wield, and they will fall upon their own swords as their nuclear weapons fall upon them from the sky. All of humanity will perish for the sins of those few, those few who plot destruction for the usurpation of power. The emphasis of this antediluvian revelation could not be more expressed than it is now, because this prediction is nearing its occurrence. After a moment to refresh his countenance, Enoch continued his prophetic instruction. After these things there will be a new era, the eighth era of righteousness, to which shall be given a sword to execute judgment and justice upon all oppressors. Sinners will be delivered up into the hands of the righteous, who will acquire habitations by their righteousness, and the house of the great king shall be established in celebration forever. After this the judgment of righteousness will be revealed to the whole world. Every work of the ungodly will disappear from the whole earth. The world will be marked for destruction, and all men will be looking out for he who follows the path of integrity. After this happens on the day of atonement, there shall be an everlasting judgment, which shall be executed by the watchers, and a spacious eternal heaven will spring forth in the midst of angels. The former heaven will depart and pass away, a new heaven will appear in the universe, and all the celestial powers will shine with sevenfold splendor forever. Afterwards there will be many eras, which shall eternally exist in goodness and righteousness, nor will sin be named for ever and ever, 
while he knew that all of this might not come to pass unless there could be a definite change in humanity before the occurrence of judgment day enoch continued his instruction with faith hope and love and now my children i will describe and point out to you the path of righteousness and the path of oppression that you may know which is which and how to proceed i will again point them out to you that you may know what is to come in the distant future which may be tomorrow hear now my children and walk in the path of righteousness but shun the path of oppression. All who walk in the path of iniquity will suffer for eternity. Enoch presented this message for all of humanity. He preserved all this instruction of wisdom for every man of dignity, for every judge of the earth, and for all of his children and descendants who shall dwell upon the earth in subsequent generations, conducting themselves uprightly and peacefully. Let not your spirit be grieved on account of the times. For the Holy Spirit, the Great One, has prescribed a period to all. Let the righteous arise from slumber, awaken, and open their eyes. Let them arise and proceed in all the paths of righteousness. Let them advance in goodness, eternal mercy, and truth. Clemency will be shown to the righteous, who will receive integrity and love forever. In goodness and in righteousness they will exist, and they will walk in the everlasting light of the Lord. Sin will perish in eternal darkness, never seen from this time forward, forevermore. This concludes this episode of Antediluvian Revelations, a poetic retelling of the Book of Enoch, the Prophet. Be sure to subscribe or follow for notifications of new releases. Thank you for listening. I am Michael.